Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. Well, we entitled this particular message this. It's time to exercise your authority. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time for you to exercise your authority in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's time for you and I to exercise our authority. You know, we've taught on these areas. I thank God. Uh, my father in the ministry, Dr. Kenneth E. Hagan, wrote a book entitled The Believer's Authority. And primarily my teaching is going to come from this particular, this actually is the Believer's Authority, the Legacy Edition, where there's additional things. We had it at one time in the bookstore. We're going to get some more uh, because this book really uh, and the information in it, along with the scriptures that I said, those chapters in, in Ephesians, uh, changed his life. But you know what? The, it's changed so many others' life because of the fact is that most Christians, most of us, I would be willing to say almost, uh, almost 100% of, of Christians don't know or don't practice or exercise their authority because they don't know it. And how many of you realize if you don't know you have something, you won't use it. And if we don't use our authority that God has given us, then the devil will defeat us. And the devil does not want this understanding to come to us. I'm going to take my time with this introduction. We're not going to be here very long, but I'm going to lay some foundational truths. And that's the reason it's so important for you as we as we read and as we uh, get into this particular uh, verses in our text. And we'll get to those in just a moment. But we kind of highlighted this message and I'll go over this again. And, uh, and I want you to listen closely to the highlight, but also listen closely to the, to the word. We said this authority belongs to us, whether we realize it or not. As a Christian, you have authority and it belongs to you. you uh, most folks don't practice their authority. So whether they realize it or not, authority is theirs. But just knowing this, that you have authority, is not enough. A lot of people know about a whole lot of things. But it's knowledge acted upon that brings results. Look at your neighbor and say, the knowledge of God's word that you actually do, that you perform consistently will bring you godly results. In your life. So knowledge of God's authority or my authority is how I'm going to overcome every day of my life. Man, when I heard, I can remember hearing Brother Hagin say that and I was listening to his teaching that he did on it uh, as, as I was preparing for this message. It just jumped out at me. Knowledge act, acted upon will bring results. That means to me just the opposite. If you have knowledge that you don't act upon, you won't get any good results at all. And the sad fact is a lot of Christians aren't acting 
if they know some authority and they're not acting on it, then they won't get the results that God wants them to have. How many, how many of you know that God wants you in this new year to have greater, greater understanding spiritually, greater, as we said earlier, physical health than you've ever had, greater financial blessings. How many would, would love for uh, just supernatural finances to come into your life that you never saw before? Wouldn't that, uh, some folk ought to just jump some pews on that. Amen. I mean, because God wants, he supplied, the scripture says he supplied all our need according to his riches and glory. And as we lay the foundation of this teaching, there's some understanding that we're going to get. Some simple understanding before we partake of our elements. Because the elements are understanding that we have to have too. And we talked on, on that of how Jesus' body represents it was broken so that we could have health and healing. His blood was shed so, so that our sins not just are covered, but they're cleansed. They're washed in the blood of the Lamb. And the more understanding that we have of that, the more we can plead the blood of Jesus and we can walk in health and healing every day of our lives. How I many know that, that can be a challenge? Not just for folks that are, are uh, in the world, but even for Christians that know Christ as their personal Savior. God wants you to have the very best. So authority belongs to us whether we realize it or not, but just knowing this isn't enough. It's the knowledge of that fact acted upon that brings results. Our text, and I told you earlier, and I need to include that in that. I would like for you, and I encourage you to read Ephesians chapter 1, 2, and 3. There aren't, there aren't long chapters. And just read them over and over again. And get that this, these verses, this scriptures, these words built up into your on being, it'll change you. It's helped me in challenge. It's helped Sister Ella. It's helped so many of us that have heard this word that, that are walking in, into more authority than we ha have known that we've had. It'll bless you. Our main text, and we'll start off here. Ephesians chapter 1, starting at verse 16. And we'll read four verses here, and then we'll move to Ephesians 3. Remember, I'm asking you to read Ephesians chapter 1, 2, and 3 in their entirety. But as we read, we focus in on certain verses, it's important. Verse 16 of Ephesians 1 says this. Cease not to give thanks for you. Listen closely. And, and I'm going to try not to comment the first time, but I'm going to go back over some of this. Cease not to give thanks for you. Giving thanks. Making mention of you in my prayers. These are prayers. Chapter 1 and chapter 3 are prayers for believers. To pray for themselves, but also to pray for others. They're also prayers to pray for ministry gifts. It says again in, in, chapter, in verse 16, Ephesians 1, Cease not to give thanks. Giving thanks is always important. Making mention of you in my prayers, your prayers. What? Why? That the God, verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. 
How many want more wisdom and revelation and knowledge of God? This is how you get it. And this is so important. It says, verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. Verse 19 says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe? Are you a believer? Then you qualify. According to the working of his mighty power, which is wrought or brought or given in Christ. Look at David say, in Christ, all things are possible. Which is brought or brought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Jesus seated at the right hand of the Father, talking up on your behalf. This is a prayer. This is a prayer that, that uh, Jesus gave to the Ephesians at this time, to the Ephesian church, but he also gave it to us. And then on the third chapter, there's another prayer. We're going to start at verse 14. Ephesians 3, verse 14. It says this, For this cause I bow my knee unto the Father, from whom every family in heaven... And on earth is name that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, that you may be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inward man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Glory to God. To the end that ye being rooted and grounded in love. Love. I mean, no, being rooted and grounded in love is key to all the empowerments of God because God is love. Amen. Verse 18 says, may be strong to apprehend. When you apprehend something, you go for it. With all the saints, what is the breadth, the length and height and depth? Every area all around you. That's what that means. And to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that ye may be filled unto all the fullness of God. How many want to be filled with all the fullness of God? That means all the benefits, all the blessings of God. God wants you to have everything that he's entitled you to have, but it's up to you and I to walk in that empowerment. Brother Hagin said, and I'll just read this to you. He said in his book, he said, the turning point in my life came when I prayed these prayers for myself for myself more than a thousand times. He did it a lot. I started by reading them aloud, beginning with the first chapter. He said this, and this is it will be a key for you and I to do too. He said, I personalized the prayers by saying me whenever Paul said you. So you put yourself in these prayers. He gave an example in, in Ephesians 3, 14 and 17. He said, he said it like this. I would say for this cause, I bow my knees unto the father of my Lord Jesus Christ. He personalized 
him in the, in the prayer, but he personalized God as my Lord, Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant me. You can put your name in it. I put Henry in it, that he would grant Henry, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with his might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in Henry, in Henry's heart, in faith. Put yourself in these prayers. Start seeing yourself as being filled with the fullness of God. Start seeing yourself as as walking in a greater love than you've ever experienced before. And when you do this over and over again, you'll get this built up and you'll see and you'll start acting different. When challenges come, you'll realize that the same authority that the Lord Jesus operated when he walked on this earth as the church Remember, when Jesus was on this church, he was the only church. He was the only one saved. But after his death and his resurrection, all of us that believed upon him, we became the body of Christ. Jesus is the head, and we're the body. How I many you know, everything that your head does, your body does. You think, well, this is all just about Jesus, him, him operating in full. No, this is about the entire body of Christ, every member in particular. Well, how you know that? You know, Jesus is head. I know he can have things. But I tell you what, uh, Brother Hagin said this, and it blessed me too to hear it again. He said, for Jesus to operate on this earth, he uses the body of Christ to do everything that he's going to do on this earth. What? Won't Jesus, can he just make things happen without using it, anything? You are the body of Christ. If you think that the head could function by itself, he made this statement, not me. He said, just cut your head off and see what, and see what would happen. No, you'd be dead to begin with. But the head couldn't do anything without the hands, without the feet, without the heart. Without, without the rest of the body. And you and I are the body of Christ. So everything that God wants to do on this earth, who you reckon he's going to use? You ought to holler out, me! He's going to use the body, the church. He gave all authority. When you read this this, this chapter in, in chapter one, you'll, you'll read where he said he gave all power or authority to the church. And that's you and me. Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, you are the church. You are the body of Christ. Are you functioning right? Remember, we entitled this message today. It's time to exercise your authority. That word exercise means to develop, to, uh, to work, to do something. Question, are you doing what God called you to do? Question, 
That's something I think we all need to ask ourselves. Are we doing what God called us to do to the greatest degree that we can? Want to let that sit for a second. Amen. Remember, I'm laying a foundation. This is an opening teaching. And it's a teaching that will revolutionize our life when we get understanding. Because it's time. In this new year, it's time. I love that song that the whining sang years ago. It's time to make that change. I I like that. It's time for you and I as believers to make that change, to exercise our authority in the name of Jesus, to exercise and do and develop as mature saints to overcome. It's time for us to do it. I believe Jesus is soon to come back, but I believe he's coming back after the church, the body of Christ. And how many want the body to be functioning and to be doing the great exploits right now? Because we're not going to have any devils to fight when we get to heaven. Why did God give us authority to use right now? The devil is defeated, but if you don't instill the empowerment of God for yourself, he'll defeat you. Question, and I ask this in this teaching, again, laying the foundation. What is authority? What is authority? And most of us think we know what authority is, but we define authority as this. Authority is delegated power. Delegated means it's been given to you by a greater force, a greater being in this case, by God. How many know God is the greatest power, the greatest authority there, there is? And he's delegated to you and I health, healing, wholeness, wellness, peace, all the fruit of the Spirit, all the gifts of the Spirit, the fullness of God is given unto us. You know, listen to me, y'all. When you and I realize that God has given us, the body of Christ, everything that he gave Jesus, we'll turn this world upside down. You'll turn your world upside down. No longer when the devil tries to put a headache on you or pain on you, will you say, oh, you will say, get away in the name of Jesus. I'm the heal. I'm the holding well. Jesus paid that. He took that 2,000 years ago. I don't have to take it. Hurt, leave. You start speaking to your body. You start speaking to them sore knees and said, knees, be well. You start speaking to your back and said, back, be whole. You start speaking to your mind and you said, mind, brain, function. Stop saying, I just forget all the time. If you've been saying that, quit it. I got older now. I just don't act the way. I just don't, my body just don't work the way it used to. Shut up. Quit saying that. That wasn't kind, was it? But it got your attention. 
God wants to get our attention with the authority that we have in Jesus. Authority is delegated power. Brother Hagin did a, he prophesied when he taught this message. In prophecy, he said this, power on earth invested in the name of Jesus Christ and obtained by him overcoming, overcoming the enemy belongs to the church. That's the body of Christ. He says, therefore, exercise that authority for it belongs to you on the earth and in this life. Ye shall reign by Christ Jesus. The Spirit of God prompted him to say that. He prompted him to say that to you and I right now. He's prompted me to read that to you. You and I have all power in the name of Jesus. Jesus came here and he left his name and he left his authority for you and I to use. It's not just for Jesus when he walked this earth on his 33 years to overcome devils and demons. How I many know oh, devils and demons are still active today? But they didn't. When Jesus, when a, when, a, when a devil tried to manifest, Jesus said, shut up and come out in the name of Jesus. He demonstrated to us how to deal with it. He demonstrated with you how to deal with your situations and circumstances. One of the ones that I love to, to practice myself. It's when the storms of life attack in the natural. A storm came when they were on the sea. Jesus was, you remember, he was asleep in the boat. And, and, uh, and, and the disciples started panicking. They were, they were fishermen. They, they understood storm, but they started panicking because it was, evidently it was a bad storm. And they went and woke Jesus and said, Jesus, Master, don't, uh, get up. Don't you care about us? We're about to die. Jesus got up, came out of the boat. He spoke to the storm. He spoke to the storm. He spoke to the storm. He exercised his authority by speaking to the storm. He said, peace, be still. What happened? All the wind stopped. The storm desisted. Why? Because God spoke, Jesus spoke. A man anointed by the Holy Ghost as an example for us. He knew his authority. That's an example. And I practice it myself. I'll say this boldly, devil. There will never be a storm come into this town as long as I'm alive. Because I'm going to say peace be still. Not a tornado. Not a, not a wind's going to blow and tear everything up. I hear what people say. Well, thing, things going to happen to heaven. No, no. Not when you and I as believers know how to exercise our authority in the name of Jesus. When, we say, when a storm comes, you speak to that storm. You speak to that tornado. You speak to that hurricane. You say peace be still. Cease and desist. You cover your house. You cover your children. When you and I start exercising our authority that we have in the name of Jesus, no devil can win against us. Pastor, I just don't know if I can do that. If you don't, you won't. 
But when you know that you have that authority and you start using that authority, you will start operating in, 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 in the same kind of power and authority that the head operates in. Why? Because you're the body. We are the body of Christ. Heirs and joint heirs with him. That's reading this year's going to be different. Look at Nate say, this year's going to be different from me. This year's going to be different from me and you. Because we're going to be operating in a higher authority than we ever have before. That should be your confession. And you stick to it. Man, time is going away. Take your time. I got time. Amen. We got communion today. But I'm going to share just a couple more things. One thing is very important. Um, How many ever been out on, on the highway and maybe the lights went off or something like that? The traffic light went off and... There was a policeman standing there. And he put his hand up. And when the policeman put his hand up, what do you do? You stop. Why? Because that policeman got authority. Hey, did you see that policeman on there? That little fella, if he would try to jump in front of that car right there and say stop, that if that if that car didn't recognize his, his authority, that police don't have enough power to stop that one-ton vehicle. Or when the policeman puts his hand up, not only did that car stop, every car behind it stopped. That little fella, he doesn't have the power to do that in his own strength. But he does have the authority. That's been delegated by who? By the government, by the state of Alabama, by the United States of America. And uh, hey, what what if that? What if a car? And that's happened before. What if a car? When he, when he said when he said stop, if they went on, <laughs> if they went on, what would happen? They would be arrested. They would be stopped. Why? Because that policeman has authority of a greater force of this nation behind him, of the state, of the city behind him. And when he says to stop, all of us that are law-abiding and recognize that authority, what do we do? We stop. When you as a Christian, as a believer, tell the devil, stop. When you know your authority that you have in Jesus in the kingdom of heaven, you know what the devil's going to do? He's going to stop because he recognizes authority. He recognizes. The devil recognizes Jesus and the power of Jesus. Well, I'm not Jesus. No, you're the body of Christ. You got that same authority that Jesus did. If you know it. If you do it, some I see lights coming on all over y'all's head. You mean, Pastor, I can say mountain be moved. I can say healing, body be healed. I can say money come. I can say, and it will. It will if you operate in your authority in 
Jesus. It's not in your own power. It's not in your own strength. But it's in Jesus who has given you delegated authority. That same authority. Uh Uh-oh, I see more lights coming. Y'all need to write this down. That same authority that Jesus operated in on this earth, you have the ability to operate in. Pastor, I had never done that before. I know. I have never done it to the fullness either. I've, I've, I've got in on some edges of it. I can remember when, when Christopher got sick and Pastor Ella and I were, were uh, I told you about Pastor Cook coming and praying and for us, and we got in agreement and we told the devil. I told the devil because I had been taught a little bit and I just got in and we, we, we agreed together that this boy would live and not die. They kept, kept coming to us almost on a daily basis. Till I remember one time they came. I remember one time. Prestige, they came and, and they told us that, that, what is it, the white cells were, were building up in his system. That meant that there was something there that was uh, an infection or something that was fighting. He was just, he was still just fit in your hand. And, and, and uh, we, came, we, we, we came and we, we, we came in agreement. We said, we said, he'll be well. And then, you know what the doctors came to? They said, we're taking tests. We see these white cells producing but we don't see any infection. We don't see any disease. We know something's going on, but, but he's fine. We said, that's right. That's right. You know, like we said, we, back in, we, we, didn't, we didn't know that in, in the spirit, but we were saying, that's right, we bad. We bad in God. We bad in the anointing. The anointing is, is more powerful than any, any infection. It will not touch our son, and it didn't. He walking around taller than me. Some said better looking than me. And, and <laughs> strong in <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> and power uh, of his might right now. We got in on some of that authority that been delegated to us. And you can too. The devil can't touch you. I remember Hammer singing that song. You can't touch that. You know, Hamlin, you might can. I think he's saved now. I understand for that. It's great for that. But, you know, when you're walking in authority of God, the devil can't touch that. He can't touch you. Delegated authority. The empowerment of God's word. Look at the name. said, I'm getting this. Oh, man, I got to stop and I ain't even started good yet. Oh, let's see. It's communion. Uh, uh, see, the word power and authority, we need to have understanding on. Um, let me skip ahead just a little bit. Uh, the word in, in Ephesians 6.10, Ephesians 6.10, it says this. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the power of his might. Talking about. The authority that we have. A lot of times in the Bible, when you see the word power, it's actually translated in the Hebrew or the Greek, authority. And you can read that in, and I'll just skip ahead just a little bit, in Ephesians 1, verse 3. Ephesians 1, verse 3. And I'll read this in the King James first. It says this. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us 
with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. We see all spiritual blessings have been we've been blessed with. The American standard says it like this. Uh, the the. Uh, ASV says, blessed be the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Every spiritual blessing has you been blessed with in Christ. All the authority, all the ability, all the good things of God he's given unto you, you have access to when you know you have the authority in the name of Jesus. God's word is given unto you to bless you, to cause you to walk in the empowerment of God's graces. I'm going to touch on this. The Bible gives a difference in the word power and authority. That's what I talked about before. That policeman that throws his hand up, he doesn't have the strength or the power in his body to hold a car back, but he does have the authority. We see in Luke 10, verse 19, Luke 10, verse 19, it says this, Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, Serpents and scorpions, that's just a type. He's not talking about you walking on serpents and scorpions. He's talking about you walking on devils and demons. Serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. You see that? You need Repeat after me. Nothing shall by any means hurt me because I have power to tread on the enemy. That word power there actually is translated in the Hebrews and Greek, authority. We see in the NIV, Luke 10, 19, it says it that way. He says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Oftentimes, that's two different words. You see power in that King James twice. But that first word, one of the meanings of it is authority. God said he's given us authority to trample on snakes, to trample on devils, to trample on demons, to speak to sickness, to speak to mountains, to speak to circumstance, to speak to anything that will try to come against you. And nothing will harm you when you know your authority. Look at your name, Sal. He's talking about me and you now. That's who I am. I'm going to operate in this. This year, it's going to be different. Devil, I'm warning you. Get behind me. Amen. Yeah, shouting ground, y'all. It is. We just laying the foundation. I got to stop now because it's time to take communion. How many got some things out of this today? This is just the beginning, y'all. This is, this is just the beginning. Let's find out who we are in Christ, who we are, what we have, what we can do. Amen. 
first step in operating in fullness is making Jesus the Lord of your life. Is knowing that you're uh, the church, the body of Christ, a member in particular. How do I do that? By confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that Jesus paid the price for you. Yes, you. There's no demon. There's no sickness. There's no financial catastrophe that can overtake you when you know who you are in Christ by making Jesus your Lord. I want everybody, if, you, if you're out there and you never, or you're in the house in here and you never asked Jesus to come into your heart, now is your time. We're going to pray this prayer. And we're going to make Jesus our Lord. Hey, and not only while we're praying this prayer, if, if you've separated yourself, or you may, may have once been a part of the family of God, but you left. But you realize, I need to come back because I want to operate in the full authority that God has given me. We're going to pray this prayer, and you're going to be restored. And you're going to be able to operate in the fullness of God right now. How many ready? How many ready for that? How many ready, ready to operate in a greater authority than you ever have before? I want you to repeat this prayer with me. I want everyone to. If you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, your life is about to change. Pray this after me. Father God, right now. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you died for me. You paid the price so that I could have life and life more abundantly. The fullness of the spirit, the authority in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of my sins and cleansing me of all unrighteousness. I am saved. I'm a new creation. I have authority. And I'm operating it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for restoration. Lord, even though I've missed it in the past, I put it under the blood. I thank you, Lord, that I'm cleansed by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I'm in right standing with you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. You just prayed that prayer. You just started a brand new walk with God. Those of you online, we got some materials we want to give you to help you with the walk. Those of you in here, if you just prayed that prayer, I know all of y'all in here. I know y'all saved. But, but uh, hey, if you just want to recognize the fact that you know, have, have, have a, a, a new creature in Christ, we got these three mini books that you see on the screen there. You see that QR code that you can scan it with your phone and you can uh, it'll tell you how. To be a part of the family of God. And what you'll do is what we just did. And you have some information you can fill out. And if you want to be a part of this family, we say welcome to the family. We say welcome home. And when you do that, the blessings of God will overtake you. And we thank God and we love you. And this year. It's going to be the best year that you ever had because you're going to operate in the authority that you have in the name of Jesus. Amen. Salvation.